Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. It's uh, the calm right now before the storm. And boy, howdy. Yes, it's going to be a storm. Environment Canada says a significant winter storm is set to hit much of Ontario today and warns residents should consider altering travel plans through the holiday weekend as road conditions could become dangerous. The agency has issued special weather statements and winter storm watches for much of the province with precipitation expected to begin as rain or snow in the afternoon before transitioning to rain in many areas and then snow as we head into the weekend. Environment Canada also issued a winter storm watch for Middlesex and London, warning of snow which could lead to up to 15 centimetres of accumulation by Saturday morning. The National Weather Service says wind gusts of 90 to 100 kilometres an hour will create widespread blowing snow, which will significantly reduce visibility. Now, in addition to the snow and wind, an expected flash freeze will lead to icy and slippery surfaces. With heavy snow in the holiday forecast, the City of London announced a It's monitoring the predicted weather conditions closely and it is ready to deploy crews and equipment when needed. London says city crews maintain more than 3,700 kilometers of roadway, almost as long as my Christmas uh, wish list, (laughs) (laughs) Um, 1,600 kilometers of sidewalks. 720 cul-de-sacs and 2,100 bus stops, as well as bridges and pedestrian crossovers in the winter. Residents are able to get the latest snow removal updates, as well as confirming the status of on-street parking or check for updated hours of operation for community centres and recreation programs at london.ca slash snow. Again, that's london.ca slash snow once crews have been deployed. Well, if you plan on flying over the next few days, uh, good luck to you. Yeah, delays at Pearson International Airport continue ahead of tomorrow's storm that could potentially ground even more flights. One family of four still hasn't reached their destination of London, England, after departing from Saskatoon more than two days ago. Ouch. Air Canada had said uh, to expect approximately 2.23 million people uh, fly between Wednesday and January 8th, but the storm could bring about another round of disruptions. The West Coast has been pummeled with 30 centimetres of snow this week. It appears to be having a trickle-down effect and impacting a number of flights in Toronto. On Sunday, frustrated passengers were captured on camera chanting curses at Sunwing after waiting over three hours for their baggage. Air Canada and WestJet say over a 1,000 flights haven't been completed over the past five days, a number that's expected to rise in the coming days. Travellers are advised to check the airport before leaving for their destination. So far this morning, there are no cancellations reported at the London International Airport. This is a sign of the times. The LHSC now lists wait times for the ER on their website. Yeah, the next time you need to head to one of London's emergency departments, you'll be able to see roughly how long it'll take before you're able to see a doctor. Officials with the London Health Sciences Centre announced yesterday wait times for the adult and pediatric ERs are now posted on the hospital's website. The wait times are approximate. Again, it's not a uh, confirmed thing. They're only meant to give patients an idea of how long they will likely wait before receiving care for non-urgent issues. Now, this morning, wait times at 
Children's Hospital is around 30 minutes, 45 minutes, while adults at Victoria Hospital will likely wait seven or eight hours. Officials say posting wait times will help patients and caregivers know what medications they might need to bring with them if they need to pack a phone charger, snacks, or other personal items. It can also help people know if they need to make arrangements uh, for work, school, or childcare. It's a good tool to have. Uh, Ukraine's president made a successful trip to the U.S. yesterday. Yeah, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky made history last night in delivering a gratitude-laced address to a joint uh, session of U.S. Congress. In a daring wartime trip west, Zelensky thanked the U.S. for its support and urged Congress to keep the military and financial aid coming as Ukraine works to beat back Russia's 10-month-old invasion. House members of both parties gave multiple standing ovations as Zelensky thanked them for keeping his country alive. Zelensky's 10-hour visit to Washington also packed in an Oval Office meeting with Biden and a joint press conference at the White House. And a ban on foreign home buyers will start in the new year. Yeah, the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation has announced regulations for the ban on foreign home buyers, which comes into effect on January 1st. Starting in the new year, foreign commercial enterprises and people will be prohibited from purchasing residential properties in Canada for two years. The ban, which was passed by Parliament on June 23rd, aims to address housing affordability challenges. There are some exceptions, including for those with temporary work permits, refugee claimants, and international students who meet certain criteria. Non-Canadians found in uh, contravention of the ban will be fined up to $10,000 and may be ordered to sell the property. In a news release, the federal government says housing shouldn't be a commodity and that the ban will ensure homes are owned by Canadians. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1856, the Buffalo and Lake Huron Railway was opened from Fort Erie to Stratford. It would later become the Grand Trunk. In 1869, Newfoundland voted against joining Canada. In 1913, the first modern crossword puzzle appeared in Fun, a supplement of the New York The World uh, new, uh, newspaper. Uh, the paper's other claim to fame is it sponsored a baseball championship called the World Series. In 1917, the federal government announced that no liquor or beverage containing more than 2% alcohol could be imported into the country. In 1938, a fish that was thought to have been extinct for more than 65 years was caught off the coast of South Africa. In 1952, Prime Minister, Prime Minister Louis St. Laurent announced government plans to establish a national library. In 1967, while discussing proposed changes to the criminal code, Federal Justice Minister Pierre Trudeau stated there is no place for the state in the bedrooms of the nation. In 1969, Mary Mills was ordained as the first female deacon in the Anglican Church of Canada right here in London. Seven years later, she became one of the church's first six women priests. In 1993, a new sign law came into effect in Quebec ending the controversial ban on English on store signs. In 2003, CIBC agreed to pay $80 million as part of a settlement with U.S. and Canadian regulators over allegations it had aided and embedded the massive accounting fraud at Enron. In 2004, Vancouver Canucks player Todd Bertuzzi received a conditional discharge after agreeing to plead guilty to assault causing bodily harm for a sucker punch to Steve Moore. 
In 2013, hundreds of thousands of people were without electricity as an ice storm caused chaos from southwestern Ontario to parts of the Maritimes. Toronto was among the hardest hit as ice splintered a huge number of trees and turned roads and sidewalks into skating rinks. And on this day in 2020, Canada and the United Kingdom announced a last-minute deal to avoid tariffs on Canadian goods when Britain left the European Union. Happy birthday to listener Angela, who turns 51. You share a birthday with Diane Sawyer, who turns 77. Ralph Fiennes is 60. Comedian Anthony Jeselnik is 44. Jordan Sparks is 33. And Megan Trainer is 29.